Do you guys have a lot of tots to prepare for this? <laughs> the only tots I got are tater tots, my friend. Delicious we, uh, tater tots. <laughs> wow. Are we doing our picks already? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. To Thanks the for tuning in. We'll see you next week <laughs> on The Rebound. All right, so first, what's your take? Because we have to tackle it. Is WWDC going to be held in person this year? I'm going to say no. I feel confident that's a no. no I mean, because Google canceled whatever the Google thing is. I'm going to say no three. Have you seen the, um, oh, somebody linked to it today. It was the Is It Canceled Yet site. Uh, oh, is that, yes. <laughs> I have not. It was amazing. I think Katie Mack, uh, the astronomer, linked to it. Uh, and so it's the Is It Canceled Yet site. Uh, and then it just goes down. You know, it's like one of those single serving sites. But <laughs> it's like starts off like a Google I.O. Yes. South by Southwest. No. Microsoft Build. No. And then it goes on to like the Olympics. Uh, Coachella, sadly, no. Google Reader, yes. <laughs> Chris Matthews, yes. And just keep it just keeps going for like four pages. I I really enjoy it. I was at a conference today, a podcasting technology conference, no less, and they made an announcement early on. Don't um, touch anyone on stage. They're like. Uh, don't be offended if people don't want to shake your hands. Here are other things. There is, of mm-hmm. course, the fist bump. And let our readers know, readers, let our listeners know that <laughs> what uh, show is one that we're too fucking tired, and two that uh, fist bumps still transfer a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, I was going to say that's better. Not any better? Yeah, I, I touch all the gross things with that part of my hand so that I don't touch them with my fingers. <laughs> you really you know? concentrated like, the grossness uh, into those knuckles. Have you ever, that's have you that's ever how seen I open doors and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like, seriously. It's like a That's what I pee on. It's like a chimpanzee at a urinal. It's like a monkey fucking a football. But so they demonstrated that. And then they're like, or you can do, you know, the elbow. And there was a lot of elbow stuff happening today. There was a lot of I elbow think, stuff. It was weird. I, I Okay, okay. Hang on, right. I got more. I got more. There was also, they tried to demonstrate a foot shake. I've seen the foot they shake. they were serious yes. about, but it was ridiculous. But the one that I liked the most, actually, I call it the American bow. It was basically like they patted their own chest open palm style patted their own chest with like maybe the, the faintest of nods and i like that one i think that one could catch on i also wished i was wearing a hat so i could tip my cap to people instead i would but I say did yeah i was gonna say bowing i feel like is the way to go and even though i guess that's probably not a thing that we do as much but uh i want to go i think my go-to move is going to be the uh the luke skywalker salute uh, which I've just sent you the gif of from Return of the Jedi because I feel mm. like that's that's Thank fine, you. right? Like you know, just a little, just a little wave. <laughs> you can just wave at people. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't have to touch each other. Yeah, and then people are going to be firing lightsabers at you. I know. I'm ready for this. This is what I was born for. <laughs> You're not John. ready for that. <laughs> are they on? Are they on? That's the question. <laughs> Yeah, if they're on, I, you're right. I'm not ready for that. Uh, if no. they're off, probably also. Not I don't think anybody's ready for that. Ready for that. Yeah, it's a little dodgeball, like I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think WWC is happening. I think Apple's yeah. probably biding its time right now, just on the off chance that, like, because they don't, as several people pointed out, they announce anywhere between like March and mid-April, so they have a little time to see how the situation unfolds. I also wonder what they're 
like do they have insurance? I've been wondering this because they've they've spent money. All of these conferences that are canceling, I would assume. So I mean, my general feeling is like it would probably be corporate malfeasance or something not to have insurance if it were like like if you're a company that puts on you know as, as some of these companies do like their job is putting on conferences right like that's not apple's case but a lot of these other ones uh are put on by perf- like you know companies that do that for a living so if that's yeah. what you make all your money about i would assume if you didn't have insurance that you are like some shitty fly by night operation <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Firefest. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably some people. I don't. I really don't know. But I would imagine if you're like trying to make an independent conference, and well, yes, that's that's you know, different. You know, like I mean, I think there are a few that that ride on the coattails of WWDC. Some run by people that we know and like. Right? No, I was <laughs> and, I was talking more about like the. You know, I'm sorry, I, my head is very much in like the Comic Con space because of my yeah. travel, and like that is put on by giant companies that have celebrities. Sure. Like, right? like if you're that right. big a company. I feel yeah, like yeah, after yeah. insurance, there's a huge, there's a threshold. Yes, know, but, absolutely. You know, but it's becoming a big thing, and and it's you know having an effect on everybody. So yeah, you know, a lot of people are asking this question and are asking this question. I mean, I you know I'm supposed to travel someplace in April, and I'm just like even thinking about being on the plane with like other disgusting humans, and <laughs> it's an unpleasant. It, it doesn't take you much. It's not always to get an unpleasant plane, thought, <laughs> but it's also now a dangerous <laughs> thought. That contractual language about acts of God, and I wonder what counts and what doesn't, because that's always pretty hazy. But yeah, I mean, I imagine, I I was trying really to debate whether Apple specifically had insurance on their WWDC reservations, because Apple has so much money that they, it might make more sense over many years to just (laughs) gamble and maybe (laughs) lose one. Yeah. Either way, I think Apple's going to be fine. I run a WWDC hedge fund, and (laughs) (laughs) I would like you, I would like you to invest in my I'm WWDC. trying to short WWDC. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be a bummer. Like, it's, it's, it is one of, like, as with many of these conferences that are getting canceled, like, it's an opportunity to see people that, for example, I don't get to see very often in other contexts. So, like, it's going to be a weird year if, like, the three or four conferences I'm going to are all canceled. <laughs> Just, yeah. Guess I'm staying home a lot this year. It's a good thing you talk to us every week. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> under the good thing list. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There. Well, all right. So besides the conference angle, like, I mean, and, you know, there are still open questions about how they're going to handle that. They already live stream most of their sessions. Uh, it would be weird to watch. We talked about this, I think, a little bit last week. It would be weird to watch a keynote where it's just Apple employees or whatever in the audience. Um, but the, uh, the I think they just let more Apple employees go. It would still be a full Yeah, run. probably. Although... I mean, even that, I have a friend who works at Microsoft and he said he was just given the heads up that like everybody has like, is basically told to work from home for the next two weeks. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how broadly that applies, but certainly to his division or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, Seattle in particular, it's a hotbed, John. That's what I hear. Luckily, I know nobody in Washington state, so I've got Uh, nobody to worry about. Is that what you mean? Or or working from (laughs) home. I assumed you were. I you are the cure, John. <laughs> I because I, I always work from home. John, if you encounter anybody with a cold, do you like run away screaming right now? No, I mean, okay, I mean, just I, well, for, first of all, I very rarely encounter people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went out. I went out. I happened to go out for a friend's birthday on Friday night, and you know, somebody came up, you know, a guy who I hadn't seen in a little while, and so I. St- Stuck my hand out and shook his hand, and then I like later I thought I shouldn't have done that. 
<laughs> like Later, it was John nice to see his him. Own hands. It was nice to see him, but I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think. Like, I don't think he would have cared that much if I hadn't shook his hand, given the nod. And given, yeah, he know, wasn't worth Skywalker. it. Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds way dirtier when you say it like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to your proctologist and get the Luke Skywalker. Um, I'm, I'm skipping a lot of jokes right now because it's dangerous territory. It's it's the kind of thing. It's the kind of thing you should start thinking about. I mean, you should be thinking about already, really. Yeah. Uh, I, I, for sure, Apple's not going to have a WWDC in person. That's you can put money on it. Oh, all right. we'll we take put, your money. We got a bet. <laughs> yeah, well, we all agree. Yeah, that's true. There's no one. To, <laughs> so no ta- sure, no takers. I'll bet you ten dollars. Lex is nothing if not a perfect pros- prognosticator. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Bernie's got this in the bag, Maltz. Don't worry. I'm always referring to one thing in particular <laughs> that happened in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Well, right uh, along from that. Uh, the, uh, there's also the supply chain stuff, which we discussed a little bit, like Apple in theory has an event, maybe, or at least announce, maybe not an event, but like maybe still announcements at the end of the month. But are those products going to be shippable? Well, I think all the people at their, their manufacturing plants in China are also working from home. They're just assembling the iPhones and stuff at home. So I think it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. How hard could that be? Yeah, that's, that sounds, that sounds fine. <laughs> so look for some really <laughs> shitty iPhones this year. Yeah, I, it's like when you know the Mac Pro is assembled in Texas. It's just it's in a garage. Mm-hmm. There, there aren't that many of them that get bought, guys. So yeah, it's true. I'm you know I I worry about my new phone because my new phone is is I, you know, I, my, I, my new phone is supposed to come next month. <laughs> that, I, was, I worry about your new phone as well. <laughs> that was guaranteed, and now I, now I'm concerned that I'm going to have to wait longer for my new phone. Yeah, that's going to be a real concern. Uh, I I have worries for you, John. <laughs> Thanks. I just want Thanks. you to know. I appreciate that. Speaking of I phones, feel for you. Speaking of phones, Karen lost her phone for for like four hours this afternoon. I was going to ask you because you and I recorded a yeah, podcast earlier. we recorded earlier. a podcast and I was like, at the, toward the end, I was like, you sorry, left. I was distracted, but Karen's been texting <laughs> me because she lost her phone. So she, uh, about the lunch hour, she went and uh, walked through the park with a friend of hers. And um, when she, I guess when she got back to the car, she realized that she, at some point it was because it, it's been nice weather recently she took her coat off and like tied it around her waist and at that point probably the phone fell out and uh she got back to her car and the phone was not there and and then we started doing the the you know find my thing and it was not in the park anymore it was like in a office building downtown <laughs> like weird see which was actually somewhat reassuring because it sat there for a while like for hours and so we Kept trying to call it and kept like you know and put the like the text notification up, and um, you know saying you know if you find this phone please call blah 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 and nothing happened, so we drove down and we walked around and I tried calling the phone over and over and over again, <laughs> thinking that maybe if some skate punks found it and they you know couldn't unlock it they threw it in a garbage can or something, couldn't find it and then we were. St- Starting to think about, we got in the car and just mostly started driving around. And we're thinking about going to the Apple store because she's been wanting an 11 Pro real bad. <laughs> and um, and the the person who had it, um, I called I called again, and the person who had it picked up and said, um, and I was like, he said alone. I said, do you have our phone? <laughs> and he said, yes, <laughs> yes, I found your phone in the park. <laughs> like, so he was very nice. He had picked up the phone and um, he had to go back to work. So he couldn't you know, do anything about it immediately because he had a bunch of uh, meetings in the afternoon. And, and then we met up with him <laughs> and got the phone back. So 
So she's going to have to, if she's going to get a new phone, she's going to have to deliberately make that choice. <laughs> yeah, she's going to have to try harder than that. Exactly. That was, that was weak sauce. <laughs> I heard a story that is quite possibly apocryphal, um, but it was about a person who was looking for her phone, calls her father, and she's like, I can't find my phone. I don't know where I left it. And he's like, let's retrace your steps. And she's going through New York City trying to find it. And the, she's like panicking. It's getting worse and worse. And the father's trying to give her advice. And finally, he's like, listen, this is not working. Uh, let me hang up on you so that I can call your phone and see if I find it. <laughs> and it wasn't until after they hung up and he called it that then they realized that she was looking for her phone while on her phone talking to her father about her last phone. So I would like that story to be true. I just don't know if it is. That, that's like the people always look for their glasses when they're on their face, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing that we tried yeah. to do, we, so we thought we thought that what almost what happened had happened, like some somebody who worked in the building picked up the phone and then maybe drove from the park back to the building, and maybe the phone was in the car, and she still had her Apple Watch on. So we walked around the parking lot trying to see if we could get a connection <laughs> to the phone. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work because he was, you know, like eight floors up. Wow. Yeah. And and the thing, I always I have had this problem twice now in the last like six months or so. And you never think about that stuff until you suddenly need to rely on it. And so I'm always at a loss as to like what exactly is the st- – you know, the, f- the first thing I realized is like, okay, you got to get to your computer and you got to cl- log into iCloud and then s- just click on the thing, find it and click on the thing and see what the options are. But the thing is, if you haven't logged into iCloud recently on your Mac and you don't have another device, it's going to send a message to the other device saying, you know, <laughs> you're trying to log in for the first time on this device, you need to approve it. Right. Fortunately, she had her. She fortunately she had her iPad, so she was able to approve it. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, I mean the other person can't use that because no, they, they can't. Need no, to it's not. A, it's not a security risk, but it's just a pain in the ass because you can't log in to get the uh, iCloud information on the phone. Right. I assume there is another way to do that. I think that, there is, especially if you only have you, one yeah, device. If you click, yeah, if you click around there, there's another. You can actually have them call your home phone if you've given them your home fo- home phone, and they right. you know, I, like an automated voice will read you the number. Yeah, you need to. There needs to be some other way to do that, whether it's text message right. or phone right. or and it makes, whatever. It makes sense, but it's snail like, mail. It makes sense, but if you're someone who just has like Mac and or you don't have a Mac, or I guess well, you, then you could do it on a Windows machine, whatever you have. But if you just have two devices, it becomes yeah. Much more I guess yeah. I mean, I think they improved the uh, the stuff you can access via iCloud.com even on the phone recently, like within the last few months. Like, there is actually, like, a mobile-optimized version, which there did not used to be. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I rarely log into iCloud.com on my phone, no, so... Yeah, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever done that. But they could fax you the code. That would be great, because the... she does have a fax machine, as I think we've discussed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know I have a thing where... get rid of the fucking when fax I, machine. When I, do the, when I get the two-factor trigger, it sends it to, to Lauren's phone as well, and... I, I can't figure out how to make it not do that. So it sends it to all my devices and to Lauren's phone, even though Lauren can also use her own phone for her own two-factor. And I hate it. So if anybody That's has to turn that off. She logged into your iCloud account somehow? Nope. Nope. She nope. is a master hacker. That's what I'm hearing. There is some good news, though, you guys. Oh. Is that me, this episode is brought news. to you by Pingdom from <gasps> SolarWinds. That's good news. Do you have a website? And does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms, or contact us pages? If you answered yes to these questions, guess what? You need Pingdom. 
Nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. That means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you, which I find entirely unacceptable. But the good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when car checkout, forms, and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these fail and whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted, depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible, and if disaster strikes, you'll be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. Go to pingdom.com slash sign up right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use the code REBOUND at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show. It's pingdom.com slash sign up. And don't forget, use the promo code REBOUND. Luke Skywalker salute. (laughs) (laughs) Official title. I saw today that Apple updated the uh, App Store review guidelines for the first time in a while, uh, which include things like uh, you cannot use apps to to commit or attempt to commit crimes. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Jeez. Damn it. They closed that loophole. There goes my side business. (laughs) <laughs> they added new content types to their spam list of categories, the ones that are basically, you know, like fart apps and light flashlights and stuff like that. Fortune telling and dating apps. Interesting that dating apps is in there because I feel like, I guess that has become a more like expensive field to get into. So it's not like Joe Schmo is launching a dating app, but still it's interesting because it does sort of close down a competitive angle, it feels like. Uh, the automatically rejected quote unless they provide a unique high quality experience <laughs> again there goes my side business <laughs> I, I mentioned to you that I was at this this podcast conference today it was the rain podcast technology conference in New York City and uh, I was backstage before my panel and there were people talking about this guy was like I used to be an app developer and now I'm in podcasting and he's like it feels like podcasts are like how the app store was where at first people were like you can just publish an app and get rich. And then it became a lot more like a lottery if you want your app to be successful. And I'm like, well, it's not really a lottery, right? It's like a meritocracy where luck is also required, like pretty much everything else in life. Just like capitalism. And I'm like, and I think that's how podcasts are too. And he's like, oh, it's all fair. But anyway, I thought I would share that analogy. You mentioned the app store. <laughs> it happened today. So there you, you know, go. You know what else? You know what else used to be like that? Uh, movies. Uh, books, mm-hmm. uh, success, general success in life. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know what else helps? I think you left out one uh, one thing there, which is already having a lot of money. Uh, that is also <laughs> a good way to to get. Actually, richer. I did say that in person. I was like, "Well, it's, there's like, uh, I actually used tots as an example. Is that what it's called? Tot, tots, tots, tot, tot, hot, tot, tot, I used tot as an example because I was talking about that's tot, but I was talking about how Hockenberry was. Uh, you know, I don't think spent any money marketing the app, but is so well known for his previous successes that, you know, he can get a a, yeah. a lot of a coverage and attention. And I think that's true in podcasting too, right? You can, there's tons of value if a podcast network uh, uses all of its other shows to promote its new show, uh, but they don't charge themselves, right? So it's, uh, I don't, I, I thought that's, that those, those things the rich, were very simple. The rich get richer. That's right. America. Thanks, America. Bernie. Uh, that's why we're today launching our new spinoff show, The Bounder. So you're saying that Craig Hockenberry is part of the problem. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him? He's huge. He's the entire problem. I think I think he's part of a certain problem, but maybe not that one. <laughs> I have not totted. I do have it on my Mac, but I have not totted on my on my I, iOS device. I've, I've been using I, I have am, some I am writing today. the show notes in, in Tots. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, how about that? 
Look, as we what speak, color is your tot? As we speak, I'm putting the show notes in tot. Yeah, but what color? Which color tot? Uh, gold. Ooh, the gold. Yeah, I'm on tot. the goldish one. The first one. I have I have gold, orangey, and red. Uh, but so far, I mostly just use the first one. Yeah, but then it goes to purple, yeah, blue, so far I just, I'm just light blue, and green are the end. I have not used it at all. Um, I think because there's just... I don't know that I need... I do most of my stuff in, like, notes. Yeah. And it works fine, so... The problem that if I... Well, and this this may be... I, I admit this is probably a uh, John Maltz world problem, is that I have a number of older Macs. <laughs> you? I also just have a number of Macs that I don't... Like, I have so many Macs that I use that I don't want to log into iCloud on all of them. But I would love to be able to exchange, like, snippets of text between them occasionally, like... Um, have, have you considered uh, email or a floppy disk? <laughs> well, if I did email, then I'd have to have a web. I mean, I could guess I could use iCloud on the web. What that would be are fine. you doing with um, these old machines? Mind. Right now, I'm recording a podcast on one of them. <laughs> I, why? Because <laughs> it so Dan, works. Because that I, one time we screwed up the podcast. I screwed up the podcast. <laughs> and now, uh, I have, when was the last time I screwed up the podcast? Guy screws it up frequently. <laughs> <laughs> I use and love notes. I and I appreciate that how fast the search is, and I appreciate that it syncs to all my devices. But there's times when I, I don't know. There's times when I just want to have notes that don't have to sync everywhere. That's just for my Mac, and it's like right now I'm using it for work most of the times. So like, hey, here's things I want. To, it's not my to do list exactly, but it's it's extra thoughts on how I'm going to tackle a specific call or what I want to offer in a, a negotiation or whatever. And there, for some reason, I like it knowing that I'm only going to use it on my Mac. Like this is going to be a call that I'm doing from my phone where I'm sitting in front of my computer. And so it doesn't need to be a notes. It doesn't really make sense to me, but there is a, a cognitive difference in terms of how I think of the notes that go into one versus the other. That's, that's hard to verbalize. Yeah. So chew on that more. I understand. I'm, I'm chewing on it. I don't understand it, but I'm chewing away. <laughs> I am masticating all over that. Oh, it's too much. Are you, are you using, are you using any kind of, um, formatting a la markdown i i don't hang with markdown i mean i might hit a, a bold on occasion but Ooh. that's it no listen i Ooh. when when gruber unveiled markdown i was like man that'll be popular and that's not for me it's and it's it's still not <laughs> do you not do it way home when we were at macworld we wrote on markdown did you leave before that happened or no i wrote in html ah okay eventually we moved to like an all like sort of markdown thing workflow but that might have been after you you fled <laughs> I think that I had that Jason Snell and I were were HTML acolytes, if I recall correctly, and he had a oh a J- BB but Jason's edit. hardcore markdown. Oh, so but at some at some point he hooked me up with the BB edit script, so I could write in HTML mm-hmm. and then convert it to yeah. Markdown, which was yes. Yeah, so the rest of us had the opposite. Oh no, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right, exactly. No, I got the opposite as well. Yeah, yeah, I I like Markdown a lot. It's not perfect, but I like it a lot, and it's one of those things that I use for. I write all my blog posts for like six colors in Markdown. I think that's it these days. Oh, I write my Macworld columns in Markdown too, but they, I mean, those end up in HTML. It's weird to me that I told you guys I was at this conference today. That was weird. And why, none why of did you, you were like, none of you was like, what'd you wear at that thing? Because <laughs> <laughs> all day I was excited. All day I was excited, you guys. Because I was there on stage at this I panel. Th- I don't think we have time for this. I, let's move on. <laughs> Can't do that. Legally cannot do that. We've got a signed contract. <laughs> Pretty sure I was wearing can. an Indochino yeah. suit. I'm going to go with Lex on this one. 
I, I was I was wearing a, a made to measure custom suit from Indochino, and I will tell you, no joke, I had people come up to me and say, "Where's that suit from?" And I was like, "It's Indochino." And then I showed them the liner because the the lining of this one is like this freaking cool ass purple pattern and it's it rocks uh, i love this thing uh you get to choose from hundreds of high quality suit fabrics to pick the color pattern and weight you like best you can choose all the personal touches including your lining lapel and monogram the customizations are all your own choice and there are no extra costs and since the suit is made uh, to your exact measurements you end up with a perfect fit for the shape of your body Right now, you can get an extra $30 off any purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com. <laughs> I have to deal with the text from my co-host while I do this. Right now, get an extra $30 <laughs> off any purchase of $399 or more. We're talking about the weird shape of your body. <laughs> at Indochino.com. When entering Rebound at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code Rebound. For $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more. High-quality custom suits for an off-the-rack price. Say it with me there at home. It's custom or bustum. Indochino.com. Promo code Rebound. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> uh, I have some news for you, gentlemen. Um, I am the new John Moltz of this podcast. Po- I'm, I'm, I am lined up to Are you buying a small phone? Or do you just no, love everything I'm Apple does? No, I'm not buying a small phone. But did you, get, did you suddenly get a whole bunch of old Macs? Did you suddenly get really, really old? Oh, my old? God, there's a lot of options <laughs> I know, here, I really, yeah. I did not think this through. <laughs> I thought it was a fun little way to enter this topic, and instead it turns out I have just immersed myself in a Do you minefield. suddenly have way less patience for me? <laughs> Have you been in a steady and loving relationship for 30 years? <laughs> wow. Wow. I, need, I can't even understand all the things that are happening. Do you have a poodle? <laughs> That's it. You got me. All right. What is it? I can't take it anymore. Is it that you're slightly worse than I am at Crossy Road? <laughs> but way better at Pac-Man. That's right. Uh, I am the. I have become the 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 person who Apple is making all of the products except for the product that they want. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. okay. do say more. Which is, I saw these multiple reports and rumors this week that Apple is building all sorts of products, including there was a rumor about a fourteen point one inch MacBook, uh, along with a couple um, other mini LED products. Um, six mini LED products, including a 14.1 inch MacBook Pro, a refreshed iMac Pro, uh, the 12.9 inch iPad Pro, 10.2 inch iPad. Uh, and then there was also a rumor of refreshes to the iMac and the Mac Mini. And I'm just sitting here like, where's my fucking MacBook Air with the good keyboard? Like, that's all I want. <laughs> it's like, it's the only thing they're not making. <laughs> And it's driving me a little crazy because I need a new laptop. Welcome to my world. I that's why I've said I'm the new John Moltz. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, the phone that I'm going to get next is not the phone that I want. Mm, but the phone that you want may, may yeah, yeah. That, may come in the fall. We don't know. See. It may, yeah. it may. I'm I'm impressed by all this. Like the iMac and uh, Mac Mini story, which just came out. I, don't know, I think today or something. That one kind of a, a it's a pretty thin story because it's just like this guy. Who has yeah, is like <laughs> Gary? Yeah, Gary, uh-huh. who has been previously reliable, literally tweeted iMac slash Mac Mini and then the soon emoji. <laughs> That's enough for Mac rumors to write an article about it, though. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. A Mac Mini update would be surprising. 
because it was updated in October 2018. And that's about five years less time <laughs> between updates than usual. Yeah. Uh, the iMac seems like it could use a refresh. It's been about a year. It really seems like it could use kind of a more substantive overhaul, though, right? Like, basically hasn't changed in well, like that, a decade. Yeah, but the th- it bec- has become, in a way, like the phone, right? I mean, it's just a... It's like a screen with a stand. There's, I don't know exactly what else you're supposed to do to yeah, the but, like, in order to, uh, I don't know. To, to update it in terms of physical appearance. I mean, obviously, there's lots of things that you can do and up to update it in terms of performance. But you could tweak stuff. I mean, like the bezels could be thinner. You could make sure. the chin thinner. Yeah. Like, but it's not going to get. You're right. I, I don't you're think right. it's ever going to get. I mean, I just don't know exactly how it's supposed to get substantially different than it is. Well, that's why you're not in charge of <laughs> developing the iMac. I know. I run into this problem all the time. <laughs> My lack of imagination Gosh, just, has absolutely no, no reflection on Apple's or anybody else's lack of imagination. John, you think you want to, I don't know, put something else on that sandwich? I just don't see how the sandwich could get any <laughs> the better. The sandwich cannot handle anything else. <laughs> It's got ham, it's got cheese, mm-hmm. it's got bread. I mean, come on, guys. It's a full sandwich. It's a whole freaking sandwich. Uh, anyways, I don't know. Mac Mini. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm out of the Mac Mini game, guys. I'm clean. I constantly, that's the that's my uh, my window shopping weakness is a Mac Mini. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, because, I ha- because I'm surrounded by so many old Macs, <laughs> I keep thinking, ah, I could probably consolidate a lot of this stuff if I just bought myself a Mac Mini. I have two old Mac Minis here uh, if you want to try and turn those into one working Mac Mini. <laughs> Dan, could you tell us more about your I've Mac Minis? i heard about your Mac Minis, and I think I'm starting to think that's a lost cause. On the house. I keep forgetting it's here. Like, the other day, uh, I, I was, like, moving some stuff around, and there was a... Uh, what was clearly an Apple power cord sitting on the floor. And I was like, what is this the power cord for? And it took me like a solid minute to realize it's the Mac mini power cord. And the Mac mini is sitting on my desk. It's just got a bunch of shit on it now. You had a, I was like, you had why is it still here? 12, if I remember? Uh, yeah, that sounds and about what's right. what's the other one? That is m- much older. That is okay. a uh, core solo model, maybe? Yeah, maybe I a see. core duo yeah, model? I've got a, I've got a, I've got a core solo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a putty knife. You got to open yep. it with the putty knife mm-hmm. model. The model that I promised Lex a hard drive from and which never I, gave it to Which I, not, you know, I opened not <laughs> long ago with the putty knife. I was going to ask why, and I've decided I've yeah, given no, up on that. Yeah, no, there's really not much point in asking. <laughs> um, you guys still playing a lot of Spell Tower Plus? <laughs> I am. Nope. Oh, I, oh, God, I, I, I play it. Karen and I play it, like, every day. I, I find that game... It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I find it frustrating. It's a little frustrating, but I think it's fr- for me. It's frustrating in the way that I like. Uh, yeah, I would say that's exactly not, right. It doesn't quite. Yeah, it doesn't quite scratch the itch for me because I think my frustration with this, as with other types of like spell a word game, is like I'm always. I just get so frustrated when it's like close to the thing I want to do. When you can almost do a and word, I just like, oh, yeah, well, it's a good word. I will never be able to spell that. I really like puzzle mode. And then I was okay. mad because uh, Kirk McElhern got ahead of me, but I got ahead of Kirk McElhern again. So now I really like puzzle mode. <laughs> there is uh, a rebound listener um, who's, I guess I won't say what his game center name is, but he was like, Hey, can I, can I befriend you on spell tower plus on game center or whatever? And I was like, okay, which he only wanted to do because his high score is like, more than double what I have described my high score as on this show. So there's just this one jerk ahead of me. Thanks, listener. Appreciate it. Go buy a fucking suit. But um, 
other than that, I'm beating all my friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm beating I'm sure all my real nice. friends. You're, you're probably beating. Yeah, you're probably beating right. me quite handily. I'm sure, but I haven't done. I although I've only recently gotten into puzzle mode. Well, oh, I see. See, I'm not good yeah. at the other modes. Because I've been doing, I've been doing almost exclusively tower. So. Yeah, tower mode. Because I spend so much time on puzzle, I'm terrible at tower. Hmm. Well, see, yeah, I think I like the puzzle one better than the tower one, but I can't. It's been a little while since I, I can't. I've been having trouble finding games that really like keep my keep my interest. The last thing oh. I downloaded, which I played for a bit, was a uh, finally found years and years ago. I was looking for a good uh, version of euchre. The card uh-huh. game, oh, yeah, yeah. and I could not find one. And I finally found there are one or two decent ones. And I played that for a few days. Um, and I think I decided, like, at one point, like when I started playing, I was just getting my ass kicked by the computer constantly. And I finally got around to like, okay, I can actually beat the computer pretty well. But it is not the most. I agree, not the most uh, captivating game for a uh, to play on an iPhone. It's more of like, a, well, I've got like twenty minutes to kill. <laughs> Like I can definitely play a play a round of this for a while. Well, let me ask you guys this, and this is not specific to Apple technology, but when you try a new game, if the game has settings on difficulty, do you go to the standard difficulty? Do you make the game easier when you're first starting, or do you go to the hardest setting, or what? What's your approach with that? I oh. I leave it on the normal. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and then if I have to dial it back, I will. But um, I start out on the the normal one. Yeah, there's very few. I, I feel like sometimes if I like play a game a lot uh, and I feel like, you know, it's gotten past the point where it's fun because it's so easy. Sometimes I'll turn it up, but more often I'll just like, ah, I'm done with this game. <laughs> so my thing is I was getting frustrated with new games. This And this was years ago where I made this philosophical change. I was getting frustrated with games that were harder than I wanted them to be. So I started setting games to easier settings when I first played them. And then over time decided that was foolish. So then I got into this thing that I still often do where if I if there's a setting, I make the games as hard as possible. Because then if it's frustrating, I can be like, well, it's because this game is set to being as hard as possible. And then I make it slightly easier and suddenly I'm really good at it. It's like it's like when the batters swing four bats at once before they go up to the plate. I'm trying to do that with games. That's that's my goal. I feel like there's a metaphor that I can use. That seems wrong to me. <laughs> that seems terribly, terribly wrong. Um, Hank and I play, we've been playing at least a little bit of, was it Crossy Road Castle? Is that the name of it? Oh, oh yeah. Look at this guy yeah. with his Apple Arcade yeah. subscription. And we uh, we played it on the uh, together on the Apple TV, which is like the first time we've done that probably since <laughs> Apple Arcade came out. Uh, but that was fun. We did that for yeah. I mean, we did that for quite some time, and then and then it got to the point where, with as is the case with those games with me, I start getting crazy and like it's too much. <laughs> like it, the 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 intensity and like okay, I was like I need a break, and he's like. I need to keep playing this for the next four hours. <laughs> <laughs> not not exactly, but he played it. He played it for a while longer, and I was like, "Okay, I can't do it right now." Um, and then the other game that I downloaded and enjoyed at least the first level of was Outlanders, which is sort of the opposite. It's a much more sedate um, strategy kind of game where you're building a, a town with um, meeples, kind of thing. Um, Hmm. Is that also yeah. Apple Arcade or is that standalone? Yeah, it is also Apple Arcade, yes. Uh, I let my Apple Arcade subscription, yeah. I turned it off. Um, oh, and I actually am noticing also as well, I played Stellar Commanders a few weeks ago and I liked that as well. So I, I've been getting it back into it a little bit. Good for you. The, the old I just Apple haven't been Arcade. in, I feel like I haven't been in, there hasn't been a game that really captured my attention, at least on mobile. Uh, there are games, I still play some console games occasionally, but like, 
mobile games, I feel like there haven't been as many recently. In fact, I have like a screen full of them. Like I'll download something and I'll try it for like half an hour and I'll be like, this is fine. I tried this. There was a game called Naboki, N-A-B-O-K-I, that was like a puzzle game. And I played a bunch of that for, you know, a couple like days. And I was like, meh, I'm kind of done with this. And I tried a game. There's also a game called Two Spies that was going around that was like sort of a strategy game. Again, like I played it for a day or two and was like, (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was like a little complex for me and I was like, yeah, I'm just not I'm not into it. So, uh I have not really found anything in a while. Uh I downloaded the new version of Tetris that was floating around and played that for <laughs> so, a little bit. Liam and I are sometimes late to popular games for major consoles, and I mentioned on turning this car around last week that for his birthday I had gotten him Untitled Goose Game. Um which mm-hmm. we finally started playing this past weekend, and I will tell you, there are a few things that test a father's patience more than watching his son poorly <laughs> play Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> when you realize this is what you must do. And then uh, he claims he's trying to do just that and it's not working. So you Google it to make sure that you're right. And of course you are right. And you're like, no, that is what you have to just, just do. Just, just, just turn the hose on when he's over. Just wait till he's, nope. Just, w-. and my God, I was like, oh, Liam, yeah. I'm going to have to stop watching you play. And he's like, no, no, you have to stay. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> it was really bad. I will not say it was my proudest fatherhood moments, but I was trying really hard because <laughs> why should I get frustrated if he's bad at playing Untitled Goose Game if he's having fun? But man, that was difficult. I watched, uh, I played it through and I watched my wife play some of it. And what was actually fun about that was she found different ways to solve some of the yeah. same problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was cool. It's like watching different approaches because like, oh, I didn't even think of doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and then when I told her how I did it, she's like, oh, that's really cool. Like that you could do those other things. I like that game a lot. We thought uh, we were done. And then I read online that we were not done. And then but we couldn't figure out what the heck we were missing. And um, a, a friend of Hank's happened to come over one night and he was playing the game. And he was like, oh, you go over here. And we're like, son of a <laughs> Yeah, the end of that game is also really good, and then there's like there's like a increased difficulty level. But I didn't, I did not no, bother I, with that. I didn't go that far. Yeah, I will say um, maybe it's time. So, uh, whenever last year the uh, Mario Kart iOS version came out, and I tried it a little bit, and it wasn't great. However, uh, starting next week, you can actually just do multiplayer games against your friends. Which was not an option oh, with the original. Okay. You had to like race just randos. So uh, what you're saying is tournament round two is on. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think I've ever played it on iOS. I have not played it on iOS. Yeah, I only I've tried it once or twice. It's not I don't know. I just like the controller a lot better. I don't yeah. like Right. Yeah, we've we've actually been playing a decent amount of that because like Cat was in like really got into a Mario Kart kick uh, a couple weeks ago, and so on the weekends like we'd often play like an hour or two, uh, and she's gotten like <laughs> she got a lot better. Like she has just continually improved to the point where it's like we are we are pretty evenly matched for a lot of the races now. So it's fun. I kind of wish like that game's not super old. But I do kind of wish there was like DLC or something for it because like once you've raced all those courses, it's like. Now she's like she plays by herself, where she just goes and tries to find all the shortcuts and courses. Oh man! <laughs> and then and then like she starts whooping me because I don't know where any of those are. <laughs> it's a strategy, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah Hank, sure. Hank is much better at finding those as, as well because I, I just don't like I <laughs> I race the most obvious routes. Yeah, no, that's what I just I drive faster. That's my strategy. <laughs> as as is in life. <laughs> 
well, I'm really looking forward to us racing uh, yeah, again for our yeah. fans, except for this time we're doing 150 cc's because you guys need to bring up your game. Yeah. $150 a race. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we are accepting advertising now. I challenge you all to cross your road. <laughs> You know, I think I I, nope. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I challenge you to Animal Crossing. I don't know which podcast it was on, <laughs> but uh, 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 some time ago, I was at an indoor water park with my kids. I think it was on the other show that I talked about this, but I was playing um, the Flappy Bird arcade game, which is like the actual yes. Flappy yeah. Bird game. And I was so mad because I could not beat the high score in the game. I would get to one point within the high score and die every time. And my kids were like, it's rigged. It's rigged. You can't beat the high score of the day. It doesn't let you. It's clearly... And I'm like, I think I'm just getting stressed out. Uh, and... They were like, nope, nope, it's rigged. And so we went back there uh, a weekend or two ago, and I went back to the same machine, and it had a very similar high score. I wasn't sure if it was exactly the same. And uh, I beat it. (laughs) And that machine (laughs) poured out so many tickets, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tickets for prizes. And uh, I miss Flappy Bird. It doesn't work on iOS anymore. You know, I still have the the app icon, but you cannot run that bad boy anymore, and I miss it every day. That's all. Let me sell you an old device. Yeah. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, take one of these old devices. It's a dedicated flappy bird to phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Although that did just remind me of the time uh, when we were in college. And I don't remember we were, we liked playing. You ever play Scorched Earth? Yeah, no. Yeah, the where old you DOS aim the bombs. Game. Yeah, it's like the tank game where it's right. like it's like uh, Worms or something like that, where you aim the angle and the power and you try to shoot each other. Well, Terrible. You definitely played a game of this sort, even if you don't know that. Yes, one. it's right, classic. I'll take this is like a classic '80s game, but um, it uh, we installed it. It didn't. There was no Mac version, and so we put it on my roommate's PC. Uh, but somehow, I don't know why, but it like edited the auto exec bat so the computer would boot into the game. <laughs> and we're like, I didn't know sh- enough. Of, like, I think we knew maybe like it took us a little while to fix it. But like my friend cracked up thinking like, oh, yeah, we turned his computer into a dedicated Scorch nice. Terminal. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, exactly.